What's going on, all my podcasters? See Jizzle and the motherfucking Wizzle bringing you another episode. Um, didn't really make one yesterday. Wasn't really feeling like it. Um, but I am off work tomorrow. And I'm sitting here just drinking some beer. By the way, we're drinking on some Ice House tonight. It's one of the first beers that I started drinking when I was a kid. Uh, my stepdad turned me on to it whenever I was out one day helping him build a shed. And it's about the only thing that we agreed on is drinking beer. So, um, <clears throat> anyways, I've got a bit of an interesting podcast to, uh, to uh, talk about today, and I said I wouldn't talk about COVID, I think like a couple podcasts ago, because I'm tired of hearing about it, and tired of talking about it, and, uh, but I just can't sit back and listen to stupidity, I just can't help it, and, um, I think it's really important for people to really get a grasp on why it bothers me so much and why I won't get, go get a vaccine. First of all, the vaccine doesn't work. Let's just get that out of the way, get it over with, pull that band-aid off and just tell yourself the vaccine doesn't work. And it's not like I'm making that shit up, okay? The vaccine doesn't work. So <clears throat> now that that's out of the way. You know, if they did came, come out with a safe vaccine that actually did work, then I might think about taking it. But another reason why I'm not taking a vaccine is because I have the right to choose not to. And um, I do believe that I have natural immunity. So that being said, um, and again, there hasn't been any studies about natural immunity. Nobody's been even talking about it. All right? And it's very important, you know, that <clears throat> these people are recognized because why would somebody even go get the jab if they're already immune to it, you know? Anyways, sure there's plenty of people that are still dying from the cold and the flu and pneumonia. Just like they do any other year, I'm sure you're not you're not hearing about that. You're not hearing about H1N1 getting the vaccination for H1N1. You know, but it's COVID, 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 COVID. Until they've scared people completely shitless into going and getting this vaccine. And it's not just about scaring them shitless. It's about stripping away their rights and being an authoritarian government. Saying, you either get this shot or else we're going to penalize you. You either get this shot or else we're going to take your jobs from you. And and that's exactly what's going on. Um, that's probably one of the most parts that bothers me the most is... Okay, you got people out there that are all pro-vaccine, that are telling everybody, well, you should get the shot. Okay, that's your opinion, right? But <clears throat> let's just step back for a minute and look at all the families that this is going to affect. We 
have frontline workers that were let's just let's just step step back for a minute and we have frontline workers six months ago to a year ago that were praised we had for, for their work for being on the front line during the pandemic doctors nurses police officers frontline workers essential workers you know the whole nine yards Everybody was praising them. Oh, they, they're the greatest people in the world to help us during this time. And now, they're being punished. They're being slapped in the face. It's a big slap in the face. They're, they're giving them fines and shit. Or they're losing their jobs. They're losing their retirement pension and everything. Police officers. Firefighters. Doctors, nurses, military members, people that serve our country are, is, are losing everything. And it's, it's, by the way, it's a dishonorable discharge when you get kicked out of the military for this. That goes on your record. And you can't really get a job with dishonorable discharge. But first of all, for them to say it's a dishonorable discharge... Let's just say it's quite a dishonor to treat them the way that the military is treating them. That's the most dishonorable thing. Instead of relocating them somewhere and saying, okay, you don't want to get the vaccine, we're going to quarantine you to this base, you're going to sit here and do office work, <clears throat> you'll get a demotion and pay and benefits, blah, blah, blah. But no, they're just saying, you're done. That's it. You get no benefits, you get fired, that's it. And again, these are people that are serving us in our military. People that are saving people's lives in the, in the emergency room. And we're firing them because of their beliefs. That is the most un-American thing that I've ever heard in my life. Seriously. Nurses, doctors, whatever you are. These are the people that are in charge of saving you if you get shot by somebody. Some crazy lunatic with a gun. And they're not going to be there pull that bullet out of your ass because you just fired him because he didn't have a fucking COVID shot. That's the most ignorant thing I've ever heard in my life. And we're going to start seeing more people lose their jobs and we're going to see more people go into court over this shit. There's been numerous federal court cases that's thrown this shit out because it's unconstitutional. There is no way whatsoever that the president has power to tell people to go to the hospital and get a fucking shot in their arm or else. He doesn't have that power, okay? And neither does any Joe Blow out there on the street. You know, it might be your opinion. You might think that's what I need to do. But I might have underlying health problems. Or I might just not, might not think that it's the best fucking idea. Or I might have religious fucking beliefs, or whatever. But it's not for you to decide whether or not I should go and get the shot. That's my fucking right. Just like women have the right to abortion, women have been bitching and moaning and groaning for years about the right to abortion because it's their body, right? <clears throat> and yet you see all these, these feminists, these females, telling people they need to go and get the shot. Well, it's my body, right? my body to decide, right? So, you know, at the end of the day, you don't want to be 
you don't want to get COVID from somebody, quote unquote, stay the fuck home. Or stay the fuck six feet back from people. I don't see how hard it is to understand that, but no, we've, we've gone over that now. Now we're firing people, taking their benefits away, their retirement and shit. What are they going to do when they get to be 65, 70 years old and shit and they want to cash in on a retirement? Oh wait, they don't have one. The one that they've been paying on for 20 years or 15 years or 10 years even is fucking gone. It's gone. Kaput. Doesn't exist. That's the most wrong thing. And you got all these people out here, the ones that are for the shot, that are, oh, this motherfucker doesn't have his vaccine and this mother... You know what? Piss on you. Fuck off. Really just fuck off. I mean, people that don't contribute shit to society that have something to say about wearing a mask. People that don't even have a job. Talking about such and such needs to wear a mask. You need to get a fucking job. How about that? Anywho. The CDC estimates... This is from the CDC. It's not from me. It's not from Wikipedia. The CDC says 146 million infections of COVID have already happened. Which would mean, with the population at what it is, would mean that half of the country already has natural immunity. Half of the country has already gotten it in one way, shape, or another, right? They've already gotten it, they're immune to a certain extent. They can still get it again, they can still catch a mutated strain. But so they got a lot more fighting chance if they've already got it natural, I'm telling you. I haven't got a fucking sniffle in over a year, okay? Now, back um, last January, February, <clears throat> I ended up getting really bad body aches. Extremely bad, all over, from head to toe. And it was so bad, like... If you just poked me with your finger, it would it would hurt, you know. And I didn't I have a real sensitivity to light. When the sun came up, when I was trying to sleep, it would give me a headache. <clears throat> and so I had to black out all the, you know, curtains and everything and just get rest. But after about two or three days, maybe Maybe a little bit more. After it took its natural course, I was fine. I wasn't in the bathroom uh, puking and shitting for a week. I wasn't fighting for my life trying to catch a breath of air from pneumonia. You know, some people just have a, a bad luck of the draw. And some people don't. Some people have a very good immune system. That fights off anything and everything because they don't take drugs that they're not supposed to take. You see this all the time with people that take antibiotics. They take an antibiotic that they don't need to take and guess what? <clears throat> then they end up getting a resistant strain. That antibiotic doesn't work anymore. Nothing else seems to work anymore, and it's going to be the same thing with these vaccinations that people keep putting in their system. I'm telling you now. 
people keep piling these booster shots in them. Like, eh, let me take another shot. Let me take another one. Let me take another one. And guess what? You can't sue these pharmaceutical companies if you have an adverse reaction. You can't sue them. They're immune. There's an immunity clause in the paperwork with the FDA and all that shit. You can't just sue these pharmaceutical companies. Um, and there was actually a case of a lady who I just heard about um, not too far back. She was doing a trial for AstraZeneca. And she said that from the beginning she knew that some people were going to get the placebo, the sugar pill, and some people were going to get the the actual dosing, right? And she had an adverse reaction. Her 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 sensitivity of hearing and, and light was so severe that she had to wear a blindfold and she had to wear earmuffs. When her husband's pants would swish around, when he'd walk to and from in, in her house, it would hurt her ears. That's how sensitive it is. So... <clears throat> um, but after I got over that, I didn't have a, a loss of taste or smell like a lot of people will say. I mean, I might have, maybe briefly, but I got it back. Now, there's some people that I've heard that I've talked to that say they still can't smell or taste things. And that's crazy. But it really is just the luck of the draw. It really is on what kind of genes that you have and what kind of immune system you've got. And it's just like whenever you were young, well, when you were very, very young, when you were a little sperm, little sperm and an egg, the fastest swimmer that got to the end was the winner, the strongest swimmer, the one that survived, the one that survived against all millions of other odds, won that race, and that's what became you. So you got to think of it in that aspect that some... You gotta think of this as being a big pool of sperm. We're all just a bunch of big sperm. And some of some of us are gonna die off from this. And some of us are gonna make it to the end. Only the strong are gonna survive. Okay? And if you think that within the next year or two that COVID's just gonna disappear, it's gonna mutate and 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 it's gonna mutate. And it's going to mutate again for, for decades, for probably a century, who knows. It might even cross-mutate to other species tenfold, who knows. But that's what bacteria and viruses and pathogens do, okay? People think that there's some miracle drug out there that's going to just stop it in its tracks. If it's not one and done, if there's not promising results on a one and done shot like polio... It's just never going to happen. First of all, we're two years behind on the first original vaccine that's actually going to work, on the first strain. Two years behind on that. We still haven't found one that actually works. Um, and not only that, but there could be a new strain that comes out tomorrow. It's completely mutated again. And it makes it five times more susceptible and when you do get it, it makes it five times more deadly. You know, we don't know. We don't know what the fuck's going to bring next year or the year after that or five years from now. But we need to be looking further down the road.
That's why I haven't taken the vaccination. Because we're trying to come up with this miracle cure out of nowhere. We just started developing vaccines for this, and we think that we've got it all in the bag, and it's, it's going to work. And it's not working. It's actually doing the complete opposite. I think that when the Chinese made this virus, they made it resistant to drugs, to immunotherapy, to being eradicated. This was a strengthened pathogen that they've been dealing with for, I don't know, two decades. Even at one decade, they've had ten years to sit here and, and manipulate it and figure out what causes it to grow, what kills it, what protects it. So, I do think it's man-made. And I think it's a fucking bioweapon. And I don't think we've got it all figured out. We've got a long way to go. Just like we've got a long way to go with cancer. We haven't come out with a cure for cancer, okay? <clears throat> There's no magic little pill you can take to kill cancer. Um, that's crazy. There for the longest time, there wasn't any cure for AIDS. There wasn't a shot or anything. Maybe it's HIV, one of the two. Um, now they've got vaccines for that that say they work. Back before... Um, Back in the 90s, there was no cure for Ebola, even in the 2000s, until within the past five years. There was no cure for Ebola, and then, oh, look, out of nowhere, they come out with a fucking cure for Ebola. Now, isn't that fishy? They couldn't give the proper dosing to people because the cure was so expensive and Africa is so poor. They couldn't make enough vials for everybody. They said we can only make such and such amount of vials and even then it's going to be expensive, right? <clears throat> Malaria. Malaria is rampant in Africa. But yet, it, you know, they tell you here in America if you're about to go on a trip over there to take doxycycline drops every so often, every before you go and while you're there and even a month or so after you get back. So, anywho, the thing is your immune system is a big machine. And if it's running smooth, like a car engine, you know, should, then you won't have any problems. But you don't treat your body good, you put bad oil in it, put bad gas in it, and you have problems. You can you can almost bet that there's you're gonna be sitting it out for a minute. So either way, I think it's a total disgrace that um, we as a people Um, and I, I listened to Roy Chip, um, 
I think that's his name, a Republican out of Texas. He's actually a congressman, I think a minority leader, a Republican. Uh, anyways, he had like an hour-long speech about what's wrong with this country. And it, he's totally true. Every fucking thing that he said was true. That we're just spending too much money and we don't fucking have it. And we're here promising people that they're going to have free shit, free health care, and free housing, and free food, and free schooling, and oh, if you went to school and you have $80,000 in debt, we're going to take $50,000 off of your debt. Where's all this magic free money coming from? And, you know, all the people that did have to go to work to pay off their student loans, what, what happened to them? You know, you got people that worked years and years. They're probably still paying on their student loans. So they had to pay the they had to pay the student loans and then there's a certain amount of people that don't have to pay their student loans. How is that fair? You know, it doesn't make any sense. And then they're gonna give a huge three million dollar tax cut and it's gonna hurt the economy instead of stimulating the economy. And it's only going to help the people that don't want to get out there and work. And make the people that are out there working suffer even more. Pay even more in taxes. Eventually. You know, they use the word tax cut, but eventually it'll come back around. So. No matter which way you look at it, you can't, you can't spend money that you don't have, okay? We are $30 trillion in debt as a country, and yet here we are still functioning somehow. I don't know how, and they just keep printing more money. You know, let's print some more money. Why not just wake up today and let's print some fucking money, right? I love the smell of some fresh paper and some ink. Oh, yeah. And every time they do that, it fucking devalues, defaces the value of a dollar. And this money is only being printed to help spend for the things that are fucking being given away to people for free. Okay? These people that are getting all these, these uh, food stamp programs and uh, all that shit wouldn't be getting housing assistance and whatnot, if it wasn't for us printing more money, okay? Because we just don't have it as a nation. And until we sit down and say, we get X amount of dollars, and we have to spend it on such and such and such and such, and we actually sit down and, and, and think about how much it really costs, um, like a family would, or like a small business would, you get... A monthly budget and you stick to it right that's what America needs to start doing instead of spending shit you know that they don't have and um, stop spending money on things that we don't need like climate change uh, studies and shit that cost 300 million dollars and shit you know what we can do with that 300 million dollars Besides, do a study on climate change. Seriously. And you got people like China that, oh, they just put up like 86 coal-burning power plants. Yeah, they got more 
planned in the making. So they talk about how they're part of the uh, climate change deal. They have the most coal-burning power plants ever. They have like over a thousand coal-burning power plants in China. Okay. Guess how many is in the United States? Like 200 and something. They have like four times more coal-burning power plants. And they're talking about how they're for green energy and shit. Okay. China is the biggest lie. The only reason why China wants to keep having these meetings for energy is so they can sign a contract with America and bind them to the agreement. And it has a whole bunch of other shit in there that's in it for China. Okay. China gets this and this and this. Oh, we can, we can care less about the climate change. We just want the incentives that come along. Okay. China don't care about its fucking own people. What makes you think that it cares about the rest of the world? And until those less fortunate countries overthrow their government, they're going to be treated like a piece of shit. I feel terrible for kids that are raised in China and other less fortunate countries. Especially when you look at all the orphanages of young little girls because over in China you're only allowed to have one kid and um, usually they want the son they want to have a little boy um, because they believe that the son is going to be more able to take care of them financially when they get old so they just cast aside the daughter put her in an orphanage put her on a curb now they made a law to where you can have two kids but that's only because they want to boost their military have more kids and more kids so they can build a bigger military that's the only reason why they did that they're like hey if we can get one soldier out of every family why not get two so if you were to go over there right now with millions of dollars and you were to go door to door and ask people if they want a plane ticket to go to America to leave China and never come back they would fucking do it if they thought they could escape and make a living over in the United States they would do it they would uproot their whole family and move to the United States if the visa process and shit wasn't such a hassle um, or if they had the money to do that but anywho China's been poking its nose around and shit again trying to intimidate people again of course nothing new <laughs> this time it's been flying by uh, some islands that are inhabited by Japan Okinawa um, and the there's another island with a strait which what a strait is is a vast um, body of water kind of like an ocean but in between 
a mainland and an island usually. Not really a river, not really an ocean. Um, anyways, China thinks they claim the whole East China Sea, okay? And I think the main problem that we keep running into is we keep calling it the East China Sea. It's actually literally got it in the name on a map when you look at a map. And that's why China thinks that it owns everything, because it's in writing, right? <clears throat> if we were to start calling it the South Asian Sea, maybe it'd be a lot harder for them to actually claim it as a territory, you know? But we keep calling it the South China Sea, South China Sea, and they keep saying, yeah, this is our territory, this is us. Either way, what, they're, what they've been doing, what China's been doing is provocative. It's been flying over by Taiwan, provoking it. It's been provoking the United States, Australia. Um, so now it's starting to fuck around with Japan. And Japan started moving some of its bases for that reason. A little strategic, uh, strategic move of theirs. They've also increased their missiles to a thousand kilometers or a thousand miles. Um, and many other uh, moves or tactics that they've used. So. I can feel it coming soon. China's been talking about this new radio antenna that they've got that is miles and miles in size. Like, it's the size of New York, is what they claim. And it's a network of cables that acts as a huge radio antenna, right? And it can communicate with submarines underwater hundreds of meters underwater, thousands of meters underwater. It can reach across the land and the water. It can, um, and supposedly it's supposed to be able to communicate with submarines and whatnot. And a whole bunch of other things, right? Well, my only thing is, if you're sending these signals to submarines, don't you think they can't be intercepted? Don't you think there's people on our end that can't, intercept these frequencies and hear what the signal is that you're communicating. Anywho, China thinks that it's ahead of its time. We were doing that back in the 80s. Hell, probably even before that. We stopped fucking with it because it wasn't a use of, you know, we didn't need it anymore, so we stopped funding it back in 2005. It was in, like, somewhere in Wisconsin or some shit, so <laughs> China thinks they're going to be able to win a war or something just with a big radio antenna like that, and it takes a lot more than that to win a war. It takes strategy. Hmm.
even if we did go to war, China's uh, soldiers are so poorly trained, they wouldn't even know how to run a fucking tank, first of all. They haven't been to war probably ever. The United States has been to war numerous times. They know how to fucking run a tank. Same thing with shooting mortars. Had plenty of military members playing around with mortars in our day. How many wars have they been in in China where they've had to fuck around with mortars? They're not, they're not very... Their brass isn't very shined up when it comes to war, okay? America knows what the fuck war tastes like. We've been at war since America was founded, okay? 1940s. We've had civil war in 1970s and 80s. Late 60s. Um, and even, even before then, the civil war with the South and the North. So we know what the fuck war tastes like. China doesn't. And, you know, I really think that if we really had a full-blown war, China would regret doing what it's done. Because it would be, there would be no way that they would win. Unless they dropped a nuke. There would be no way. There would be hundreds of Americans that live in America who aren't part of the military who eventually would fight for their country and it would be literally everybody in America there's only like 350 million in America but like I said for every one Chinese soldier well let's just put it this way for every one American they could kill 10 Chinese soldiers at least so you might only have 350 million but you multiply that by 10 and that's kind of like the the experience that we have over them. So, technology doesn't win a war. Being a thief and stealing ideas from other countries doesn't win you a war. It's the courage, the sacrifice, putting your life on the line, being smart about shit and having, you know, people that have been to war know exactly what I'm talking about. Keeping your fucking eyes always peeled. And, like I said, China's never had to deal with that, so... They thought their little scuffle with India on the border was bad. <laughs> you get in the face of a U.S. Marine like that... And you put hands on them or whatever. Because I heard that the Indian soldier had some injuries. Try that with a with a United States Marine and see what happens. He's going to break your arm off, shove it up your ass. And then all of his buddies are going to wait for your buddies to step forward. And they're going to do the same. So, The U.S. doesn't fuck around when it comes to war. And China knows this. That's why China hasn't done anything stupid yet, right? Because they know you pull that trigger if you want to, but you better be ready to back it up. The same thing I say 
for people that have guns out here on the street. You better pull that fucking gun on me and you better use it. You better hope you kill me with it. And you better hope that it doesn't jam when you pull it on me, okay? And I know how a lot of criminals are nowadays buying these cheap-ass 9mm that jam up. So, never even probably been to the gun range with it. My brother-in-law had a cheap piece of shit, 9mm. And guess what? That motherfucker jammed all the time. Made by, like, a company called High Point. And not only do uh, the guns jam, but, you know, a lot of times people forget to put, take the safety off. Um, so, a lot of people can be inexperienced. Just because they have a gun doesn't mean they know how to use it. And, um, with Chinese troops, if you notice, if you ever watched the videos of them marching around, you never see them with bulletproof vests. They never have body armor. They never have any armor worth a fuck, right? Even their vehicles are really plain. They don't have really any weight to them. They're kind of cheaply made. Um, and that's with everything in China. So, it's all, it's all just for looks. I think that having more in numbers makes them more mightier. And really, they just have a bunch of crap. <laughs> Any technology that China has, they stole. There's a lot of different things that China stole. And they still don't even really know how to use it. So, <laughs> anywho, I can go on and on about China, but what I was talking about was what's going on in America with all these people losing their jobs being fired over these mandates that have been proving proven in court that are unconstitutional been smacked down and, and they've lost those cases and yet people are still losing their jobs from hospitals, from police departments, from fire departments People that serve our country are losing their jobs left and right. Just because they're told they better do this or else. And that's not American. That is not American. You know, this, this country was founded on liberty. You know, freedom of choice. Uh, our founding fathers would be rolling over in their graves right now. This is exactly what, why they made Congress to prevent corruption. These are, this is why they, they made these laws, preventing governments from taking over, from taking power from the people. Our founding fathers already foreseen that, right? When you talk about liberty. And you talk about freedom of choice. That's what it really bothers me. Okay? Because when you say freedom, if you get on 
the internet right now and you type in freedom the definition of freedom it says the power or right to act speak or think as one wants without hindrance or restraint and we don't have that we don't have the right to act how we want we don't have the right to speak how we want here in America without people being offended by it or getting censored on Facebook for what we speak or think. We can't think or act on how we feel about these uh, mandates because we're always restrained. We are penalized as a people. We are charged fines. So therefore we are restrained from doing what we want to do. So we don't have freedom in America. Freedom is a very powerful word. Freedom is very powerful to me. It means a lot. So does liberty. Liberty and freedom go hand in hand. But um, a lot of people take that for granted. Liberty means being in the state of being free within society from oppressive restrictions imposed by authority on one's way of life or behavior or political views. That's the definition of liberty. Do you think that we all have liberty in America right now? No. And it's sad because that's exactly what America stands for is freedom and liberty, right? That's what this country was founded on was freedom and liberty. And you got people trampling all over the rights of people's freedom of choice and freedom of liberty, freedom in general, really, the rights to opinions, their own political views, their own religious views, their own medical views. People are going against that. It's going against people's freedoms and liberties. It's crazy. It's crazy right now in America. And everybody's like, oh, it's not a big deal. Just get the vaccine. It's not a big deal. It's not a big deal. It is a fucking big deal. Because we all have the right to decide whether we want to get it or not. Regardless of who the fuck you are or what you think, we all have the right to decide do we want it or not. So it is a big deal because we have liberty, we have freedom, we have rights in America. So it is a big deal. To just fold and say, oh, it's not a big deal. So freedom doesn't mean anything to you? The rights of millions of Americans isn't a big deal? Liberty isn't a big deal for you? Then you're not a fucking true American. Because a true American believes... Regardless if you're Republican, Democrat, pro-vaccine, or against vaccines. I believe in doing what is right and what is American. And what goes with the constitutional law, okay? And what the constitutional law says is everybody has the right to freedom and liberty. 
to live unrestrained, unmolested, unharmed. And, and that's not what's going on nowadays. You got local city municipalities telling people how to live, people losing their livelihoods, becoming homeless because of this shit. It's really fucked up. It's really crazy. But at the end of the day, I'm still going to fight for what I think is right. So, you can sit here and tell me until you're blue in the face that I should get the vaccine. And if I still believe that I shouldn't, it's what I truly believe, it's not going to matter what you say. So, you know, it, it's wasted effort, it's wasted breath, and all it's doing is dividing us as a nation. So... Until you can realize that you have no power other over people in their lives, this is all going to become stagnant. So, we're not going to get anywhere as a nation, except for hating each other more and more over irrelevant shit, really. Because none of it matters if you just stay at home and stay the fuck away from everybody. You know? Or if you stay six feet away from everybody, it shouldn't matter. You've had your vaccination... You're immune, right? Shouldn't matter. So, again, um, I don't know which way is up, which way is down in this country, but for tonight, I guess I'm going to go ahead and call it a night. I'll be making another podcast tomorrow, but finished drinking my one beer for tonight. I got to go eat some food, maybe watch a little bit of movies. And uh, I'm going to pass out. I got an early day tomorrow. So I got to go get my bike put in the shop. Get it ready for winter and everything. And go get me some weed from the dispensary. And pick up some food. Before it gets too cold outside again. So till the next one. See Jizzle and the Wizzle signing out. It was real. It was fun. But it wasn't real fun. Deuces.